Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Go Team Video, the podcast where the AMPM video team watches a movie and talks about it along with everything else that's going on. I'm Michael Sadler, and today I'm joined by Abigail Johnson and Daly Singleton. How you doing? Hi, guys. What is up, everyone? This is episode 18, Homecoming. Uh, It's a Beyonce Beyonce. Beyonce, uh, (laughs) concert document documentary performance mm-hmm. movie written and directed by beyonce yeah um if you're watching live on twitch thank you for being here uh if you're listening later on podcast services leave us a rating and review while you're there and if you want to see our beautiful faces head on over to youtube and watch all of our episodes in video format now do it uh and if you've returned after some time uh, you might tell that I'm a little sick uh, by the sound of my voice, or if you're watching, you might see that I'm literally in bed doing this podcast. So, <laughs> bed uh, yeah, that's just the way it goes. It's not COVID. Um, it's some bacterial infection, uh, but luckily not COVID. And I'm on the mend. So, well, thank you for being a trooper and being here. Yeah, can't miss it. Can't miss Still the podcast. Mm-hmm. Go I team video goes on. Yes, it goes on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, a, I got a nice little cozy setup here in my room. Um, I got, uh, I can play video games, watch TV. It's a nice little place to recuperate. Yeah, you got some uh, art on the wall behind you. Yeah, I got a little. Or uh, to your to your left. Got a little art wall here. Um, can't nice. see the full extent of it, but it's, it's a bunch of different pieces by friends of mine. It's a good art wall. Mm-hmm. We used to have all of our all of our A and P and video meetings in uh, in that room. Yeah, I used to have yeah. my bedroom set up like a studio, essentially. Yeah, and we we would meet in here at a couch and desk set up, and back in before, the day, we did that for a long time. Yeah, it was that was fun. I enjoyed uh, meeting there. That was back when we would do like early morning meetings. Yeah. yeah. Were we getting together at, like 9 a.m. or some shit? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's been a while since we did an early morning meeting. But anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, get into some facts. What few we can muster for uh, this film. It's It's just unconventional because this was a live performance at Coachella. Uh, they got turned into a movie. Uh, that aired on ne- that's on Netflix. So there isn't the traditional I, information about the film. Yeah, it's gonna be a little different f- for us. Uh, we we haven't done a straight up concert documentary yet. We've done documentaries, uh, but nothing centering around music or per- a per- singular or not singular a per- for performance itself. Um, and I think that's going to be a fascinating dynamic for this episode. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Also, it's also Black History Month. It's officially February. Yes, it is. So, this, and yeah, I feel like this movie really uh, embodies the spirit of that. Um, yes, it's a celebration for sure. So I'll start with the the few the the two facts that I have that. Uh, basically we'll go a place of where you you usually talk about the budget in the in the box office right um i know that 
for her performance at Coachella, Beyonce was paid $8 million. And I don't know if it's an, an exact average, but I think Coachella usually grosses around $85 million. So Beyonce headlining that year is about 10% of that uh, gross. Which is a, that's a hefty payday. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, still, like, if you look at what some actors get paid, you know what I mean? That's right. like, not like, like Mark Wahlberg made sixty-eight million in one year. Wow! From his, from from doing being a bunch paid of to be fucking in Transformer movies, mm. and, and and that dude fucking sucks. Yeah, and it still took months and months for preparation for this. Oh, just yeah. like you know, movies do. So. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, we yeah. won't get too far ahead of ourselves, but if you watch the film and see how much, like, hard, hard fucking work Beyonce does uh, to get ready for this show, especially having just given birth shortly before, like, Mark Wahlberg can hold a candle to that work. Like, no, that's such, yeah. such hard work. Yeah, and Beyonce is directing this, right. too, and, like, writing it, con- concepting it and stuff, so... I don't want to shit on Mark team, Wahlberg. It's not just Beyonce, but yeah. Because there are a few performances of his that I like, but but he's done some he's done some pretty bad stuff. Yeah, definitely. So we can we can we can we can shit on, we can shit on Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Daily, do you know? Um, do you have any idea what Netflix paid for this? Or uh, I don't. What I can the do a production quick of the show itself real. costs. I I, I don't, but. I watching this, I was definitely thinking like this performance, like once I feel like once Beyonce decided to go this big with it, it was like decided a long time ago that it was going to be a movie. You yeah. know what I mean? Not to mention it's also an album on Spotify, like the homecoming yes. album. Oh, so, wow. yeah, you know, there's that. Well, it's it's this live album. It, yeah. yeah, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like yeah. it, it got recorded and released and it is. Mm-hmm you know producing some income naturally you know i'm sure also this was right after her lemonade release lemonade was in 2016 2016 oh, i thought it was 2017 i didn't i could be wrong but i think lemonade is 2016 yeah you might be right uh i'm 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 gonna look into i'm gonna look into see if I, what netflix paid for this cool um yeah, I don't think I've watched um, a Netflix performance um, movie before, so that was interesting. I haven't seen a whole lot of like feature length, uh, like concert films. I've seen Stop Making Sense, yeah, uh, and a few others, but I, like it's been a long time, so it's kind I've of refreshing. I've seen a handful. I I watched the like Woodstock documentary a while ago and. Parts of this kind of reminded me of that, like whenever they would like use like a like a film filter that like cropped the frame and then like like throw film grain on it, and I guess parts like that kind of like made me think of like the Woodstock documentary because that was, I think, shot on film. Like you're talking about the uh, the 1969 Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. I watched the documentary about the 90s Woodstock, which was just like a real letdown yeah that one was kind of a disaster 
but just like um, made me afraid for humanity. Yeah, definitely. The 1969 one I remember in particular it featured like, um, like I want to say like Carlos Santana or like, mm-hmm. um, like the Who and Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I was gonna say Jimi Hendrix was there. He was young. Um, Sets so his guitar on fire. Hmm. So yeah, that was a fun one. So, so uh, this is part of a three-project deal that Be- that Beyonce signed with Netflix, and mm. the whole deal was sixty million. Mm. And this, so, and so this is reportedly about twenty million of that. That's a decent paycheck for. And well, that's and then- that's that's also cost of making the movie included yeah. into that price as right, well. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it actually was like, it like broke records on um, on Netflix. Uh, it reached like 1.1 million viewers like on the day it came out. Wow. And it, it, an average like per minute audience that day was 828,000 wow. on average per every wow. minute of, of like that that's day incredible. that it came out. That's like um, more than a box office could say, maybe. <laughs> it's it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot. Um, and then the, another uh, r- like record breaking thing about it is that it um, the viewing percentage, like because Netflix has data on all this, it the it African Americans made up sixty three percent of Homecoming's audience on the premiere day, which is uh, higher than any other premiere day for Netflix. In terms wow. of those percentages, excellent. Um, but yeah, also, uh, that, that's that's the budget or the the price. The numbers. I the was numbers. wrong about the lemonade release. By the way, it was 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, but yeah, Michael, what you were saying about like, not only did Beyonce just give birth to twins, Beyonce is also already a parent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like right. being a parent to like a six year old, and then being a parent to two newborn twins and writing and producing and directing the show and recover, like doing the well, workout and performing, to recover. Like, and your, just, yeah, yeah, your body recovering from giving birth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a big part of the movie. That right. we'll, we'll talk that about was that. Yeah. incredibly inspiring. And, and it just, yeah, like when, I could never, <laughs> I could never do like, I don't have that perseverance in me. So it's just incredibly inspiring to see her do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it's this like, it, it's so many amazing things, the show, because it's 22 years of Beyonce's career, like culminating in this moment almost. Yeah. Along with her celebrating her culture to like the highest level. It's, inc- it's so good. It also, to me, like, kind of reminds me of like a Super Bowl performance, and about how yeah, like, I can see that. That's kind of like the peak of like a lot of artists' careers is like when I mean, didn't Beyonce do the Super Bowl? Uh, probably. I'll look into that while you finish saying. She might anything. have. Um, but like, I'm just thinking about like there was a documentary about like Lady Gaga doing the Super Bowl, and she was just like, you know, this is it. Like, this is as far as you can go. Like, as a musician, like, yeah, you can be in movies and on shows and stuff but like once you're at the super bowl and you have like you know the whole country watching you and like a lot of the world watching you it's like you know that's 
that's it. And so like they even I think someone mentioned this in like a little bit in the in the in the uh, homecoming movie. They were like, this is our Super Bowl, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, especially I thought that was considering the theme of the show, like the homecoming um, motif, you do you mm-hmm. do think about football and you think about like uh, sports and and like yeah, or like the fanfare of or, that, right? Yeah, you have the marching band and the majorettes and the dancers and everything. So there is th- that aspect of it as well. But yeah, so I mean, Abby, the uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, just that like. The Super Bowl is the world stage as far as the apex of musical performance. But, you know, those people get to perform for what, like 20 minutes or something? It's yeah. like, yeah, it, yeah. Like, um, that's true. Abby, I, two I, I did hour, look two into hour it. and 10 minute performance. Mm-hmm. Beyonce did perform at the Super Bowl in 2013. Yeah. So it's with like- a, a, a nine song medley. So I feel like this kind of um, topped that. Oh yeah, <laughs> which included another yeah. that that Super Bowl performance included a Destiny's Child reunion, just like Homecoming. Yeah, Christmas. okay, yeah. cool. But it didn't feature Solange. No, that's, yeah, that's one thing that Homecoming has over. I love Solange. Like, Solange is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, so yeah, so uh, should we get into first impressions of the? Of the I, film? I think so. Oh, uh, I do. just want to mention some some like stats for Beyonce's career because it is an impressive career that at Beyonce is cool. Um, Beyonce has won 28 Grammys. God damn. That's a lot of Grammys. That's a lot dude. of Grammys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, 24 MTV music uh, video awards. Damn. Wow. Um, she does have some good music videos. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and that that includes like uh, Destiny's Child and the yeah. Carters and her yeah. solo stuff. Exactly everything she's in. Um, but yeah, and uh, let's see. I mean, Beyonce has has fashion lines. Um, uh, well, Beyonce does a lot of philanthropy and like charity work and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I also has a, like a, a film history too, like being an actor in movies. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I know she's in the Carmen. Austin Powers. Looks like, uh, (laughs) she's in Carmen, a hip hop opera or a a hip hopera is what they Mm -hmm. call it. Um, of course, Austin Powers, gold member, yep. who can forget her role in that movie. Uh, the Fighting Temptations. Oh, yeah. Is that about the... Cuba Gooding Jr. About, okay. Uh, Fade to Black, 2004. Um, the Pink Panther, 2006. Uh, Dream Girls, 2006. Cadillac Records, 2008. Obsessed, 2009. Obsessed is good. If you haven't seen Obsessed. I haven't seen it. I, it's, yeah, it's like it a thriller. Good. I feel yeah. like she has like music that comes out like with these films too. That's like oh a yeah, yeah. Movie. Uh, Epic, which I think is an animated movie, mm. twenty thirteen, and then The Lion yeah. King was recently. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's like the the Will Smith model of starring in a film and having music come out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which I still wish they had like, you know, 
there had been more opportunities for that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what's a Will Smith movie that doesn't that doesn't have it. I am um, legend. Yeah, I am legend. Yeah. Like the song at the end of the movie. And the music <laughs> Can you imagine? Or like, what's that one movie? It's like it's like sad and it's about like pursuit of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh my god! Can you imagine that song would be sad? Concussion. Speaking of uh, Will Smith and his career, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the remake is coming out soon. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, I saw It's that. just called it's just called Bel Air, and it's like a gritty like drama. Oh wow! Instead of a comedy, that's kind of fun. Yeah, and it's not a single. It's not like a multicam thing. It's like a single camera drama. Interesting. Oh, wow. Prestige TV. Yeah, that's that. better than them just redoing. Like oh, dude, yeah, make it different, make it so much more interesting. Like Girl Meets World or How I Met Your Father. Uh, Dude, I'm I'm watching How I Met Your Father and it's (laughs) and honestly, it's on par with How I Met Your Mother. It's called How I Met Your Dad, right? (laughs) No, it's How I Met Your Father. Is it? It's called How I Met Your Dad. But but it's uh, it stars Drew Barry or not Drew? I'm sorry, Lindsay uh, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. I almost there. I was almost there. Uh, and the best thing about that is that Josh Peck is in it as well. So you yeah. get this childhood dream team. You know what I mean? From like shows I watched as a kid, like Drake yeah. and Josh and and Lizzie McGuire hmm. coming together finally. Nice. And also, Josh Peck is a fantastic actor. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. I like his like TikToks also. <laughs> I like his I like his dramatic roles that he's been in. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Is it is it Blue Ruin? Is mm-hmm. I don't know that that movie's great, but I don't know. I've I don't not know seen. Maybe it's not Blue Ruin. Maybe it's something else. E- either way, either way, we need to get back on topic. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we could definitely digress down down the how I met your parents rabbit sitcom hole. rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Back to All Beyonce. Right. Back to Beyonce. How I met my sister. Um, how I met Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, watching wow. this like, and I was just I kept thinking about all of these people all like in these like college students that just got to like dance and oh perform and yeah. hang out with Beyonce and there was like a moment where like the dancers were like laying in her lap and I was like god damn like you laid on Beyonce's lap like that, that's how big she is like it's, right. it's wild <laughs> it's beautiful mm-hmm. so yeah uh, let's get into our first impressions of the film um why don't you go first daily i don't want i went first last time oh i don't want to go first abby you go first i can never remember who goes first i feel like yeah, 30 seconds either. pass by and I, I couldn't tell you um <laughs> i i mean i love this movie this is not the first time i've seen it this is not the second time i've seen it i will probably watch it again um and i love you know all of beyonce's music it's fun to you know watch it and kind of sing along sometimes because I'm just like feeling it um Mm -hmm. I thought the movie specifically it was like really well done I like as soon as I started it and saw the transitions of their like outfits from cut to cut I was like whoa wait I have to google this right now I have to know what happened I just you know, I, I thought it was like just a very impressive film. I, I loved it. Um, I continue to love it. I have caught a few things watching it 
multiple times I didn't catch before. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my first impression. Cool. And and that, that colored change in the outfits that you're talking about, that's because they did it over two nights? Is that how that was done? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Coachella's two weekends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Beyonce is the headliner like both weekends. I oh, think. wow. Mm-hmm. So they just yeah. like basically that that all like transitions really well. So it's impressive yeah. to oh, have set that all up again and to have it kind yeah. of cut. I think in it so points well. to how like just down they had the choreography Precision. and yeah. how yeah. well they practice. I think it kind of like draws straightly or, you know, directly toward that, you know, all of that hard work made yeah. it look flawless. It's it's extremely impressive and one of the coolest, I guess, editing decisions that they make is that they don't point it out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. just happens. Yeah, like, it's very subtle. Before the film even tells you that there's two performances, it's it they just show it in, yeah. in the first like cut of songs. Mm-hmm. And it's so it it takes your fucking breath away and it makes you double take and just like what they pulled that off that seamlessly. It's it's so cool. And there's different like effects that they apply throughout the film, like black and white or like the film grain, or they like, you know, crop the they change the aspect ratio with like the rounded mm-hmm. corners, like the film looks. So mm-hmm. it's like it's it you, it takes you on a visual journey, really. Yeah. Um, um ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Do you mean to go next, we, Michael? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, we jinxed a little bit there. Sorry. Uh, don't uh, jinxing. Is I love not this movie. Defense. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also. This is not my first time, or my second time, or my third time even. Uh, my spouse Tiffany loves this movie, and I have seen it. You know, probably all the way through, like th- four times now, and then. Like I've seen parts of it probably a dozen times, you know, like because mm-hmm. it's just it's just always on occasionally throughout the year, you know. Like we, it's a movie we we watch a lot, and um, like I said, the transitions is so impressive. First thing that sticks out to you when you watch the movie, and then the documentary parts that they or the the more uh, informal parts that they put in that, that inform you on like what the process of how they got to to, to the performance are really well done. I like the decision of having them all black and white. It makes a clear visual distinction between the show and the inter- like the interstitial stuff. And also I lo- really like that they let the music just breathe. You know what I mean? You'll get like four songs, you know, before it cuts away, you know? You really mm-hmm. get to feel like you're watching the performance, which uh, is really cool. And it feels like it's specially made to be watched as a movie. The way even the way it opens with like they're performing to the camera not to the crowd you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh that's another thing that i think makes this a very standout uh concert documentary and i really i love it i think it's a great movie i think it's definitely an achievement cool uh, how do you feel this Michael? was my first time seeing it and um you know i'm not that well-versed in Beyonce, I obviously I know all the hits and and everything, and I, and I do like her. I like when I, whenever I hear it, I'm just it's not a thing I've ever really sought out. So, you know, watching it through 
there's definitely parts that I feel like I'm discovering for the first time. So, um, that being said though, like I was really moved by the whole thing. Um, I felt like for me just being like a Beyonce novice, it was a little long, but, um, or maybe it just could have used a slight, like a tiny bit more variety in terms of like it as a film, but I get that, like, I think it really does succeed as a, like a performance concert movie. Um, yeah. And it does bounce back and forth between the interstitial stuff very well. And I like the style of that, that separation. Um, I was wondering early on, like, because you see that eight millimeter style shot from the side, like it's probably very impractical, but I really was hoping somebody was there with an eight millimeter camera. Oh, no, that's yeah. digital. Yeah, there's so, many, there's so many different effects. You, you can even take digital file and like get it converted right. onto film, you know? Yeah, yeah. There, there's you, like, like a lot of... The stuff on your phone looks really convincing and, you know, like mm, all the digital yeah. stuff does, but there was just something about that that made me like, as like a little film nerd, wish that there were like, you know, eight or 10 people in, in the like the wings of the show, like filming with these eight millimeter rolls. That would have been very that would fun. Be cool. But uh, I get the impracticality of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was really an incredible achievement. Um, it gave me like a big perspective on Beyonce that I didn't have before. Um, I'm, I'm in love. I'm smitten. Like, I think she's incredible and like, uh, powerful and and brilliant it's, it was awesome uh now that you've kind of become a bigger fan you should uh i would recommend listening to lemonade like if you want more beyonce that's where i would go next is lemonade or cool. watch it watch lemonade yeah i, I was have gonna it. say watch <laughs> it or listen to it yeah yeah i bought it HBO when it came or... out oh i don't know i have I'll it on it. itunes yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's like a self-produced thing. It's oh, not okay. on any. I didn't know if that yeah, was like a streamer exclusive thing or not. It's yeah, like I'll a collection of music videos. Yeah. Basically. Right, Abby? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And all of those are done with Ed Burke as well. The the kind of like technical shadow director, director technical yeah. director. He yeah. W- he was um credited as a co-director on co-director. Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. Um which that dude, I kind of want to know more about this person because all of their credits are just Beyonce, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see this time how it gets broken down by Abby. This is going to be, I, I've thought about this all day. I thought about while watching it, just like very curious, no pressure. I'm just, I'm, I am just genuinely curious of how like this will differ from you know, the more narrative structure of like a, uh, a narrative film or a documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna like start big and like narrow down, but also cool. kind of follow the events of the movie. Um, let's get into the plot. Plot, 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 plot. plot. So I'm just going to like set the stage for you. Like just imagine 
like you're at a music festival and she mentioned in the film there's like three stages there's like the the main stage that has the and it has like bleachers piled really high like probably like 15 rows and in a uh, pyramid shape which yeah. is important because it's supposed to be like egyptian is like a throwback to like the to egyptian iconography too yeah and there's a big screen up there behind the bleachers and then in front of the bleachers is like a performing stage for like dancers and you've got two big screens on the corners of those and then coming out from that stage you have like a performing stage for like beyonce to kind of like come out into the crowd a little bit more and it was um you know, where they kind of got, like, you know, I guess more creative because it was, I don't know. She, she mentioned... And there's like a, it's like a square runway that like goes around a pit too, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. part of that part of the stage? Yeah, there's even like yeah. a crane that's part of the stage. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> the crane shot, that's so cool. Just imagine like several colleges, like historically, historically black colleges um, and there are marching bands. Just like imagine, you know, a marching band like orchestra on most of the bleachers. And you have like a, a big team of dancers also um, that, you know, are performing various kinds of styles of dance that are really fun. And I mean, then like you've got over, Beyonce. There's like over 200 people on stage. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a wild. big cast and um and the costumes like they all have like I love the the hoodies with the berets which the berets are most likely an homage to the Black Panther party which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And and then Beyoncé's costume in the very beginning it's like the Cleopatra, right? Kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, kind of yeah. like Egyptian like queen. Yeah, all of that, all of the costuming is top-notch as well. I also mm-hmm. caught some, like, uh, Mardi Gras kind of New Orleans vibe in that first costume, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, um, at the beginning of the film, I mean, throughout the film, we get um, quotes that, you know, are obviously important to Beyonce and kind of, like, drive the film a bit. And um, there's a nice variety. So, like, we open with a Toni Morrison quote that says, if you surrender to the air, you can write it. And then right away we get, like, a drummer, like, on a snare, like, tapping away and, like, a a tight, tight zoom-in shot. And then Beyonce's opening performance with this, like, collegiate marching band and dancers. And she's, like, got this Egyptian empress kind of theme going with her outfit and with the opening of the entire event. And this this movie is called Homecoming for a lot of reasons we're going to get into, but um, uh, there were two nights that they shot. Um, for the beginning of the performance on one night they were wearing yellow on another night they were wearing <laughs> pink so we have like a very beautiful transition during this from the pink outfits to the yellow outfits but it's it, 
kind of like tricks the eye because you don't it, it's it's so flawless the performance is done so well they've like nailed it um so well yeah, they cut it like it's one performance yeah like they cut back and forth with with no warning or, yeah. or setup like i was saying earlier and that's why that is like that transition just is like magical you know it worked so well and also another thing that i thought of watching this this time was like you only get that experience watching it as the movie like versus if you were there for only one of the performances you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that is a effect and an element you right. only get by you, seeing you it do see form. costume changes like beyonce leaving coming back yeah. in the like the the sweater and the shorts mm-hmm. and that's why that's one of the reasons it was so effective to me it's like she leaves wearing the the full like egyptian cleopatra thing and then reappears at the top of the pyramid in the sweater with the loose hair and then like somewhat into that musical bit it just switches over then they're in the pink and she has her hair up and i'm like how the fuck did they do that i know right? and then i was like oh okay this had to be like two different performances but it was just mind-blowing at first it's like how'd they costume change every fucking person yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and that first song is crazy in love Mm. yeah yeah they also go through a lot of costume changes um i you know at some point did start keeping track of like the songs she was performing but for a while, I um, I wasn't really taking note of that as I was wa- it, watching. It's all good. It. I have a list. Okay, perfect. You got the set Pulled list. Up. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of like mashups happening with Beyonce songs, like where she like squeezes a part of another song like into the bridge or something, and then like revisits yeah. the original one. It's very sick. It's but, a medley. It's so yeah. good. And the whole crowd is like going crazy and they're screaming like Beychella or Beachella. Yeah. Beachella. Um, yes, yeah, not Beachella. Sorry. Um No, no, no. I made the mistake too. I called it Beychella. Because some corrected. sometimes people it's call Beachella. her like Bay or B. Right. Know. Um but yeah, we get an outfit change, crowds are screaming, they're like crying and they're going crazy. And, Very emotional. Um you know, throughout this, we get a good mix of like classic favorite pop hits, like songs from the Lemonade album. Like we get some Destiny's Child. We get brand new music. We get some like, you know, originals that might be less popular, but f- like Beyonce f- true fans are like going crazy. You know, we really yes. get a good mix of um, Beyonce's uh i guess like discography and yeah like i said earlier it's a it's a celebration of her whole career for sure and we go in between these performance shots at coachella into shots of like rehearsals and practice and preparation paired with like voiceover or like interview shots with like people uh like you know a part of this event we never get like a one-on-one interview shot with Beyonce. It's like always her doing like voiceover. Yeah, it's like yeah, Beyonce obviously wrote like a narration 
to go over this uh and it's very scripted and and like poignant and like telling you specific things in in during specific breaks in the show um and before we get into more of the first cutaway from the performance uh those first i think it's four songs they do four songs before they cut away the first time or maybe three yeah um but the first i'll just go through the first four songs it's crazy in love into freedom into uh lift every voice and sing which is uh the black national anthem yeah and uh that goes into formation which crazy in love that's like an old beyonce hit and then freedom and formation are both on lemonade if i'm not mistaken no you're right um and then i think we cut away after formation i think i could be wrong i i think you're right because um, when we go back into it, they do sorry and they like suck on yeah. my balls. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Yep. Um. So. So what's that first? What is what? All, what do you know? What what exactly happens in that first cutaway? Is it just the introduction to so, the like we concept? Be, yeah, pretty much. Like we get like shots of um people practicing and like dance rehearsals and you know preparation and voiceover with. Um, Beyonce kind of describing the intentions for this event and she viewed this as her own personal homecoming because her you know education was you know to her like just living life and life was her teacher and she like started her music career and so she wanted to feature historically black colleges like orchestrating this show and make it Uh very like collegiate themed very homecoming themed and um she also leads like an opening prayer before uh like a practice and gives like a pep talk to everybody before we go back to the performance part of it and she opens this part with sorry um on her from her lemonade album and they get to the part in the song where she says suck on my balls pause and then they really take that line which is like one of my favorite lines in the song and just like expand it into like a five to ten minute performance like of itself and into like a comedy bit too it's like a row of men in like pink jumpsuits trying to like make her laugh and they're like a comedy dance troupe yeah called the the bugaboos the bugaboos <laughs> yeah they all yes. have their own little bugaboo name <laughs> yes yeah that's and i do love this infusion of comedy mm-hmm. into the to the performance as well i think it's brilliant to have the, there's just so many layers to it yeah you know for sure this feels like a very <clears throat> very multimedia project and it's um, <laughs> and I think we've probably seen them. I don't know if Beyonce <laughs> talks about it in that first cutaway, but the twins. We get into that a little more. Okay. Yeah, there right, are cool. these twins. They are more. I don't think they're in the Bugaboos. I think they're more. No, like, no, no, dancing they're not. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're they're like French. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get the Bugaboos, and they're trying to like make Beyonce laugh and then the ladies kind of have a moment to say like you know um beyonce is like are we smart and they're like yes and beyonce is like are are we strong and they're like yes 
And she's like, have we, have we had enough bullshit? And they're like, yes. And then they just kind of go into the like, oh, no. suck on my Abby. balls pause. Okay. Huh? Oh, uh, you're, you're cutting out. Oh, no. Oh, you're back. No, you're good. You're good now. You're good okay. now. I'm just going on a, a, a tangent about suck on my balls pause. <laughs> and yeah, the last thing we heard was the, uh, have we had enough? Yes. Oh, have yeah. we had enough bullshit? Yes. We had enough bullshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then they just kind of like turn the like suck on my balls pause part into like a whole like like drum stomping dance part that's like really fun. And uh, then she continues sorry and like kind of segues that into me, myself and I and then goes back into sorry to finish that song. So that was really fun. And there was also like a, a moment where the kind of runway stage turned into like a treadmill style running walk or runway walk. Sorry. Um, so oh, like dude, as she's like so walking and like, you know, strut, <laughs> strutting and, you know, doing poses or whatever. It's just like, you know, like a treadmill kind of thing below her. Um, and we cut in between the two nights with the pink and yellow fits and we get, you know, additional cuts with like black and white or film grain or like these like rainbowy dreamy lens flashes that makes it kind of like a kaleidoscopic experience that's really mm-hmm. fun. And then I think this is where we see the twins first. There are these I don't remember the like technical term for like this style of dancing, but it's very like bendy body like uh contortion type dancing but there is a word for it mm. um I, I used to be way more into so you think you can dance and things like that <laughs> but I, I it's been a while um but we get these like bendy body like shirtless dancers and beyonce has this like filter on her mic that's like making her voice sound like very deep and like aggressive and like intense and um let's see but the uh the twins are very significant because beyonce had just given birth to twins yeah so they're supposed to represent that part of beyonce's life for sure in a little bit beyonce is gonna have a voiceover bit where she talks about giving birth to twins and then when you see the twins reappear you're like Oh, because she even acknowledges them. She's like, oh, the twins or whatever. And it it just kind of like, you know, makes that connection. And it's kind of funny and sweet. Yeah. And uh, we get like shots from these like, you know, these uh, universities. We get shots of their marching band kind of performing at their like home school and um like shots of them on the football field and then we go from that into shots of them in rehearsal and you know some of these filters i I mentioned like remind me of like other festival performance docs that are like kind of like uh grainy and have like a like a film kind of look to it and this um, before we go any further, I do want to say the second quote. I wrote down all the quotes that that break up all the. Uh, every time we cut away from the performance, we get a quote. Okay, I'm glad. And you, then we I'm go into the documentary stuff. 
or the 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 more documentary style stuff. And uh, the second quote is from W.E.B. Du Bois, and the quote is, uh, education must not simply teach work, it must teach life. Uh, also, that Lift Every Voice and Sing song was written by James Walden Johnson. Um, and then after uh, the last <coughs> song I mentioned, the sorry slash me, myself, and I, we get uh, Kitty Cat and then Bow Down, which Bow Down is where the voice modulation comes in. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right, Abby? Yeah. That you were just talking that's, about. That's also, at the time, was a new song for her. Like, it wasn't, like, officially released until 2019. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then I've been on, and then I think it cuts away after that. Because we come back to with Drunken Love, right? Um, or is Drunken Love the last one before yeah, we go out again? Yeah, no, it is, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and Beyonce has like a voiceover bit again and she's just talking about you know just more in depth like why she wanted to create this project and how important it was to her and she was originally supposed to do Coachella in 2017 but um, unexpectedly became pregnant so she did 2018 and as we mentioned this was like you know shortly after she gave birth to twins and um went into yeah, the, the turnaround is like a year like yeah. literally like a year it's insane yeah and we go more into that time frame between her giving birth and you know preparing for the the Coachella show we get more into that in a little bit but um yeah and, and what you were talking about just there Abby with uh how important and like what all Beyonce wanted to do with this performance was like is bigger than just her career uh, For sure. I think the the quote from her is saying, uh, "Beyond, like she wants to bring Black culture as a whole to the performance." For sure, and not not just herself. Yeah. yeah, this is like this whole project is like very specific and personal to the Black experience, and she wanted to make it that and make it like a family kind of experience for for these people that she brought on. Um, yeah. And when we is go, this the the time frame as well. Does Beyonce say how not, long? Not yet. Right. Um. So we go into the show again, and there's these like, in my notes, it just says like bendy body, but like the contortion <laughs> bendy yeah. kind of dancers, and these are the twins, and they're dressed in these like silver outfits, and they're like performing with like intensity and bunch of flashes of light and Beyonce goes into um, drunken love and this is when like there's the crane that's like elevates her like I don't know like like two or three stories above the crowd and she's singing and she's dancing up there and it's like moving around also and um, at this moment again I realized like this is so well choreographed like everything's flawless the audio like like if they're cutting between the videos like the audio is syncing up perfectly like all of it just works and you know this is just another one of those moments i just like was like god damn but um yeah i i wonder if they just use one audio track yeah or if or if it's a mix of the two yeah i I wondered that because i was like if they're cutting like i know they're obviously performing to a track so there has to be like yeah some kind of 
you know, it's synchronizing. It's time synced, yeah, so that you can just cut from either one because syncing, like, syncing up the performance, would it seems hard if you're doing that to one performance. Yeah, and there's so yeah. many times that she's, like, kind of, like, like in between songs or sometimes in the middle of a song, you're just like doing like an ad lib kind of feeling thing, you know? So it maybe, maybe in parts where it didn't sync up, they got cut or something like that. Like I, I definitely mm-hmm. thought about that. I was like, how is like that all working yeah. as like a part uh, of yeah, it? Yeah. Never thought know? about the audio. That's definitely another impressive, like <clears throat> feat that they were able to get it's the very masterful. So well, yeah, for sure. Um, and then we get like a a pair of performers, like a like a male female couple performing, and um, then we finish up <coughs> drunken love, and we get like a mashup with like diva and irreplaceable, and then we like finish Dude, up diva. Ugh. Oh. Oh. It was sick. I was just saying, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite parts. It like revved me up. Yeah. Um, And she like several times throughout this will like ask the crowd to sing along. And it's just like so fun because like everyone in the crowd, there was even like one moment where there was like a, a child basically on someone's shoulders like singing along. Like it's like everyone knows this music that's there. It's like really exciting to see. And it, you know, makes me want to be in that crowd of fans. But she like, you, you a- asked the them to sing. Oh, yeah. You know the pit that's like the square that's like the in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like not part of the larger crowd. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that pit that's like the closest to the stage is like all friends and family of like the of the performers. You know what I mean? I certainly wondered that, and that would be like extra special and like yeah. wonderful if they all had like you know like basically a VIP pass to like go see you know their friends or loved ones like perform like that yeah, that just seems because, very full circle and like nice yes and I was also thinking from like a safety standpoint because you yeah. probably want like people you can vouch for in that smaller area that's like very filmed like you know what I mean like and they can't really leave, you know what I mean? Like it's like a square. Like it's you can't like walk in and out of that. Yeah. Uh, so I bet you that's like specially chosen people to be there, or maybe this is the VIP section. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, you're probably right about that. And you know, the performance is spectacular. There's very exciting dance numbers. It gave me chills. I like was thinking about watching it and uh realizing like how like stimulated i felt just because like i knew all the words to this stuff and it made me like just like you know want to want to be able to experience that in person like I, I couldn't imagine like being there honestly yeah and um now we go into her explaining her training okay so the this next quote is um Hang on, I have it. Uh, you can't be what you can't see. Yeah. Marion Wright Edelman. Or maybe it's keep going no matter what. Reginald Lewis. 
It's either one of those. I think one of those may have been a like a spoken thing, but one of those two quotes is one this is the one that's on sc- on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be right back. I'll keep going. Okay. So she goes into you know talking about her pregnancy and how it was very difficult, and she had blood pressure, high blood pressure, and like an emergency C-section um, among other things. Mm-hmm. And we see her like very first rehearsal post pregnancy or post birth, I guess, postpartum. And, you know, she goes on to explain that she's like creating her home, her own homecoming. I'm really combining words a lot today. It's very, <laughs> very frustrating. But she's like, you know, it's hard. Like there were days I thought I would never be the same. And she was like, you know, in the in the beginning, there were so many muscle spasms and my insides were hurting so bad. Um, but whenever she could, she would like bring her children and like husband Jay-Z into like hang out and like watch and, you know. I think at some just point. Just be present. Don't you see him like sweetly like rubbing out her muscle spasms? Yeah, yeah. And she goes on to explain, you know, a lot of the choreography is about feeling. It's not necessarily like so technical. So it it was, you know, kind of helpful, I guess, to get back into that with like, you know, these really emotional performances and dances and she was like you know my diet was like no bread no carbs no sugar no alcohol no meat no fish she's like i'm hungry um and she also said food basically (laughs) yeah we saw her like eating an apple at one point (laughs) during that and she was like you know i definitely pushed myself harder than i knew i could and then we see her fitting into an old costume from back in the day because she had and calling Jay, calling Jay. Yeah, um, and he's just like, yeah. He's like, yeah. That's like he great. just doesn't. Oh my god, it infuriates me. <laughs> he doesn't have enough emotion. It's fucking Beyonce. How could you cheat on Beyonce? <laughs> I know. How could you cheat on Beyonce? I know, but she really put him in his place. <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. She's got. She's in charge. That's yeah, she's, she, she's, in charge. she's in charge. Um, And, you know, she felt really accomplished at this moment. She'd come a long way and trained a lot um, to prepare for Coachella, and she was able to fit into her old costume. And we go back to the performance from here, and there's, like, more of this, like, intense, powerful, like, bendy contortion dancing that, um segues into flawless and then we go into the song feeling myself and then even dj khaled like audio comes on and he's like coachella gotta change their name to beachella and um yeah we see like there's a particular shot where we see like a close-up of like the like greek alphabet like sorority brand that is like kind of uh printed on all of their like outfits all of the performers and beyonce's and it's like a b and a delta and a k yeah um and 
from here we go into the song 7-Eleven and we get like backup dancers wearing body suits with like the B Delta K on it. And then like an army of women in body suits and they're wearing berets like Daily mentioned before and they're following Beyonce onto the runway part of the of the stage setup. And um then we get like an intro skit with the bugaboos we mentioned earlier. They're like in the jumpsuits and they're um dancing along with like uh the marching band kind of playing in, but then they're like go th- they kind of introduce themselves like I'm bugaboo fill in blank. And uh they have like a silly little bit. And then there's like a whistle blow and they all start like dancing with the marching band like in the bleachers and the orchestra is playing and then we get like a really cool baton or baton my jesus i cannot (laughs) talk today a baton twirler and you just need to slow down we get like a really cool baton twirler dressed in like a A white bodysuit yeah right yeah it's the same with like a white it's all white yeah for sure and and then this person kind of becomes the next main character. And that's like that's mm. something that Beyonce talks about is that this show has characters. Yeah. And and it's it's like a play almost at, at times, you know? And mm-hmm. I, it's one of my favorite elements is that there's these people that come on and they become the main character for a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's, it's really fun that, you know, these people that never thought they would become a part of something like this or something this big, they're, you know, kind of featured and get their own little spotlight and yeah um i think i think beyonce really pulls off not making it just about herself yeah i agree because you know i feel like you know a lot of people might say that about beyonce even though beyonce has like every right to make it about herself and could have but didn't, yeah you know yeah for sure for sure um and yeah, she does like a really impressive baton, but baton. I, I can't. Whiskers. But baton twirling, baton. Um, baton. It's the French way to say it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I am really baton. from France, and I didn't know it. <laughs> um, she does like a really impressive baton twirling performance. And then the twins come out and do their like bendy contortion performance. I love watching that shit also. It's like really wild. It's like they're double jointed everywhere. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's. It looks like it hurts. It does. Like, but it also looks fun. I tried to look up the name of it, Abby, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um. I, ser- I just Googled contortionist dancing and it, nothing came up. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe I'll look into that later. Um, and we get another quote. I did catch this one. Um, okay. It's you can't be. Oh, no, this is where they have you can't be what you can't see. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's I, okay. I ahead. It's okay. Yeah, but <clears throat> Marion Wright Edelman. Um, Spelman College, 1959. Maybe there are some cuts where they don't have a, a quote. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. A lot of these quotes are from commencement speeches. Yes. Um, and then Playing we, into the HBCU thing even more. Yes, for sure. 
for sure. We get some interviews with some of the students involved with the show um, and performers and, you know, visuals of like uh, several like black women getting their hair done. And we get a lot of spotlights on like black cultural values um, in depth. And, you know, we learn Beyonce was the first black woman to headline Coachella. Um, we get some voiceover from Beyonce and she goes into explaining that she was really excited to help like create a free safe space where like none of them were marginalized. And then back into the performance, she goes into don't hurt yourself wearing this like black, like shiny leather looking long sleeve bodysuit with these like she always has like knee high boots and but they they were like attached to her suit with that like little I don't remember what that's called and um has on this like big uh like oversized overcoat with like a hood on it and then there's a little like black and white edit over this and like a Malcolm X voiceover right before the song ends not voiceover i guess this was like uh like coming from their performance um a sample yeah like a sample and it it was the like malcolm x speech that you know talks about like the most unprotected person in america is the black woman Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she has like a a you know a sweet little quiet moment i guess where like the orchestra i don't think they're they're playing yet she's just singing a little like opera style performance with like a lot of the dancers um like kind of laying on her lap and then laying on the person laying next to them's like shoulder and just kind of like making a line of people like leaning on each other's shoulders and the part was incredible it's just the versatility of her voice yeah for sure to see like the power and the and the variety of what she's capable of doing with it it's just like obviously she's like uh an alien talent you know it's just so rare and so wild top of top of her craft for sure for sure and she's the whole package too she can dance yeah you know she looks great she can really dance which is like crazy yeah. it's she really can do everything it's, it's yeah it's insane yeah and, and 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 then also concept and direct a movie yeah you know? <laughs> like it's crazy yeah she's very dynamic we get you know they stand up the dancers kind of step down from the bleachers and join and they go into singing i care and then um mi gente which also made a release in 2018 and also partition it's it goes partitions after i care oh yeah yeah for it's it's i care partition and then yonce and then magente yes um which partition is a fantastic song too one of my favorite uh um beyonce songs absolutely one of my favorites um and we get like a montage of like behind the scenes again. And 
then it kind of ends with like uh, some like a clip of like Beyonce she's like I need to go home to 5011 children which is like funny because like that's a like you know one a, a lyric from like one of her songs really yeah 5011 I it was from like I want to say it was from maybe partition or from oh, okay uh yeah it was from partition um yeah so yeah that that lyric um also i think she uh, said 511 girls in the in the song but so that funny. part that you just talked about where it ends with her saying like i'm i gotta go home uh that's when she mentions um some of the production notes where they had three sound stages that yeah. they were developing this on yeah. like three separate sound stages mm-hmm. one for the band uh one for the choreography and then one for the like team production. like the, the the production team that yeah. was like 50 people mm-hmm. um and beyonce would go from like st- sound stage to sound stage like rotating between all three mm-hmm. and then like at the end of the day there'd be a big 50 person meeting yeah with like um, department beyonce heads. would attend yeah, yeah. It's I cannot imagine the bandwidth that you have to have mentally yeah. to do all of that. Yeah, to do that and then go home and like, you know, be a parent, be a wife, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and take care of your body, discipline your body, work out a lot, be, like, a, be with- a part of the dancing and then also like, you know, directing all of that. Making yes. all the decisions, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also like... it. it even even if you have a like a lot of money and are financially stable that doesn't like change the amount of hours that are in a day or like how much mental capacity you, you know brain bandwidth you have yeah yeah for sure and from here you know just seeing like kind of how far she's pulled in many directions from this process we go into the performance again and she performs baby boy which is like featuring sean paul's audio which like fun fact about sean paul like um his family is like uh olympic like water polo athletes (laughs) And, and he gave up being like a water polo olympian to be a rapper basically Huh. <laughs> and, interesting i didn't know that yeah he's like featured in a lot of songs mostly but, and he has a few hits and you know every now and then i see them temperature or like get yeah, busy I love that song. um okay. those are like i feel like sometimes i watch a show or a movie and it's like in there and i'm like lol yeah 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 makes me or think. like uh i hear it in dj sets a lot yeah yeah for sure temperature yeah and it's funny because really I'm expecting to have a lot of like guest appearances throughout this yeah, thing. Yeah, they save it for like the Sean end, Paul really. And yeah. I, I was glad that they they didn't do that. We got to just focus on Beyonce for the most part. Yeah, they you really know. got and the band. The, yeah. And the band, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it made for the for the event and the performance. I think it made sense, like which you know people they chose to be there. Right. It makes more sense to do that sort of thing at like a Super Bowl performance or yeah. a regular concert if you, if you get the opportunity. But yeah, having yeah. this be something so specific, I was glad to just see like Destiny's Child and then Jay-Z and Solange. It was cool just to have it like really contained. 
Because then For you get sure. to the real guest performances are like those people that get featured uh, on stage, like the the majorette baton twirler, the twins, the mm-hmm. guitarist yeah. coming out for the, the solo guitarist, moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that was um, refreshing to kind of expect that and then have that that expectation uh, subverted. It was cool. Yeah. That's a good point. And they kind of saved I, it I for that. the end after they made yeah. your brain jump all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, while we're talking about it, I, I a, a thing that kind of points to what you're saying even more, Michael, is that Jay-Z comes out, does his thing, and Beyonce's like, get the fuck off the stage. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like yeah. it, it is not about these celebrities, you know? They yeah. they come on, they do their thing, and they get off stage. Yeah. Yeah. And and it co- goes back to what it's really about, which is, yeah. and I love that. I love that. And really, like, I feel like Destiny's Child had more of an appearance appearance than Jay-Z yeah. or sure. And it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, because Destiny's deal. Child is such a foundational well, part yeah. of and, Beyonce. And Jay-Z is her you know, collaborator and husband, like these, these things are chosen for a reason and they're woven in very well, but it makes a lot of sense to have, you know, this prominent part for destiny's child, because that's like the birth of Beyonce in a lot of ways. Yeah. And destiny's Mm -hmm. child was huge. They had a lot. Oh my God. Huge. I defy you to not sing along or dance when one of their songs come on. Like, oh, right. I I, I'm getting, I get goosebumps. Like, I'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah. Like, oh, for oh, sure. God. Um, and everyone is on stage is like singing along to Baby Boy with Beyonce, with Beyonce, Jesus. And um, then she goes into singing Check on It, which. At the time that it came out, I was just like obsessed with it. I I like Ugh. learned the dance for it, and I just like oh, loved that song. Yeah, that song came out when she was in the Pink Panther because it's like oh, okay. on the DVD. You can watch that music video <laughs> on the off the main menu. Um, What's uh, the other Beyonce album I like a lot? Is I think it's just called Four. Yeah. It's the one before Lemonade, I think. Yeah, that is a really good one, too. Yeah, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, everyone starts, like, counting down from 10. And then there's, like, a large projection of Beyonce on top of this pyramid of bleachers with the marching band performers. And then this is that moment we see that, like, uh, band off to the side with, like, a bassist. Um, and the, the, uh, like a black woman bassist and then also on drums. And then there's like a marching band, like percussionist that joins. And then the rest of the orchestra chimes in and Jay-Z has. What song is that for? Is that, is that for You Don't Love Me? I don't think there was like, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes in between songs, there would be like a moment for the marching (laughs) band to really. Just jam. just jam. Yeah. And I kind of feel yeah. like that's what was happening at this moment. Okay. And then we kind of segue into Jay-Z comes out and sings Deja Vu with Beyonce and the choir that's a part of this like um, kind of bleacher marking band orchestra is singing along. And the next quote into uh, the 
That's kind of mo- to be montage kind of behind the scenes. Just to, yeah, just, yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, totally. He's like, he's like just, out of breath. Yeah, like, it just didn't was, seem yeah. to like click with the rest of the show to me. He, and I was like, okay, well, like how how long before this is over? He, I, I think he's purely there because he that song was just so big. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, I agree. I he looked like overwhelmed in in yeah, his yeah, performance yeah. like he looks like he was having anxiety or something i don't know maybe that's just it, me. yeah it wasn't bad but it did feel kind of like uh it felt sort of distant or something. underwhelming underwhelming yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah compared to the what what else what everything else going on around right. his performance mm-hmm. and you know we get uh like little snippets of um some of the crew talking we get like a little bit on the twins and i was like oh they're they're french and beyonce has like a voiceover part and she's going into explaining that like family is the most important part of her life and she really worked hard to make this crew feel like family and um she kind of ended that with like you know i'm so glad i was able to like come home which was you know a little reference to homecoming mm-hmm. and back to the performance the drummers are on stage dancing performing the orchestra is playing and they're jamming out and then um the symbolists get featured as well they there's one that starts riding on the shoulders of a drummer while like dancing with his cymbals and then hops off and all the symbolists are dancing and performing and come out and they're, they're all shouting, we ready. And then there's this really fun, impressive, like three person twirl. Like three of the musicians mm-hmm. say like lock legs and arms and onto someone's oh, like chest or something. Yeah. And they just, just like spin and it's like kind of really wild. And yeah. then there's like another like like female symbolist that has like a freestyle solo on stage. And then we get like some ladies in berets walking out again and they're getting into position for um for a song and then Beyonce for Run the World. Yes, yes, I, I was getting yeah, there. Yeah, um, and I think that's why all the focus with like the female uh, band, you know what I mean? The female drummer, the female yeah. guitarist. Oh, for and sure. Stuff. It, it's like leading into this, into Run the World. For sure. It's like she has so many like uh, empowering songs about women. Um, it, it kind of made me wonder like, is it going to be single ladies? Is it going to be Run the World? Like, <laughs> like which yeah. one's it going to be? And then she's like, you know, announces to... Coachella that she was the first black woman to headline and she was like you know just kind of like ain't that some bullshit like just kind of like <laughs> yeah. why did it take so long kind of shit and love it she's in like another bodysuit this time but it, this time it's like a like a one sleeve very sparkly number with like matching boots and um yeah, so they go through one, Run the World, and then Destiny's Child comes out, Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams. And they are all in matching outfits, these, like, sparkly bodysuits with these, like, knee-high boots. And everyone's just, like, you know, blown away. 
and they perform Lose My Breath, uh, Say My Name, and the crowd is like going crazy and singing along, and then they perform Soldier and kind of finish up the the Destiny's Child bit. But they leave, and she's like, oh, those are my best friends. Like, um, Yeah. Isn't, isn't the original version of Soldier, that has Pharrell and Little Wayne on it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's Am I correct. wrong? Is it both of them or just one? I'm going to look it up. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, oh no, it's T.I. and Little Wayne, not Pharrell. Uh, I was going to say Wayne. Pharrell. That and, sounds a little early, but. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Ah, dude, no, Pharrell's like, Pharrell's is just as old as Lil Wayne, I think. I mean, he is, he but really he is, but I don't think he was like, you know, would have been featured on a Destiny's on Child. A track. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, at that um, point in time, I saw this music video probably thirty times when I was a kid because it was. Uh, I would wake up in the morning and watch um, music videos before I went to school because there was like a like a block of yeah, music yeah. videos before like early in the morning. That's such the a rest, strange. Rest of the that's such on. a funny thing for our for our generation of like the the TV TRL like MTV VH1 thing is like yeah the previous generation had to stay up late and watch like acts come on the late shows you know but we all yeah. got the programming like early in the morning just like music video over and over again. I've seen this one like. 500 times yeah yeah this it was really like funny to have that like switch of like the boot camp of our life is this like visual audio like audio uh programming mm-hmm. yeah it, i found so much music back then that way that was how i found out about fallout boy and modest mouse and panic at the disco yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like it, all of my f- first like favorite bands was from music videos watching music videos right. on, t- on live television not on youtube right yeah on live yeah. television or even like on demand like sometimes i would yeah just yeah like Comcast watch... on demand yeah, yeah like that yeah. that's you know and and watching music videos on you know like uh different channels like that's how i was exposed to a lot of music and that's how i learned to like a lot of um musicians was through watching their videos first which is you know kind of a secondary thing most of the time now no. yeah they've they've become a different thing these mm-hmm. days you know uh and i think that it is just uh really cool that like we had those experiences and also the on-demand thing abby i feel like that is why i was so primed for like netflix and like streaming services is comcast on demand i agree because before (laughs) i had any streaming services it was comcast on demand and i started mainly watching that instead of watching live tv at a certain point yeah same here um and i i even had a a realization i was like i wonder if this will become tv one day it was just like picking something out and watching Uh, it like that yeah i definitely thought of that too like we'll get the a la carte uh, version of television yeah and look where but, we are everything yeah. is a la carte now you just like buy hbo you buy you know disney plus it's yeah it, it's, you can see it coming ahead of time but it, it was like it was fascinating to see all that like in the future mm-hmm. yeah as, as much as i miss like watching something live um 
the convenience i would never go back oh my god i would never go back there's something really nice and quaint about like staying in a hotel that has cable right Uh and like you get the commercials but then after a while you're like oh yeah like i would never go back to this ever it's like (laughs) it's nostalgia so you're enjoying it because it's very brief and you don't have to really deal with it but it's like i don't want to see another law commercial or like a chiropractor commercial or something i'm not interested i feel like i have moments nowadays because i like so exclusively watch anything on streaming services if i go to my parents house or something and if cables on i'm like oh my god i'm like watching cable like this is like retro like this is like yeah <laughs> this is like yeah I, like i i could i could never do this in my home really <laughs> and the, the only thing that the only um what's the phrase for it um it's like the phrase for like live programming it's like uh i don't know hmm. destination destination television yeah. Have you ever heard that phrase? Yeah, I have. Where it's like, you have to be there to watch it. It's a destination. You know? mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah. part of it being live. Uh, for me nowadays, that is live streams. That is Twitch. That is what that that feeling of enjoying something live and in the moment, it's all live streams for me now. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting to see I this thing that. kind of circle back in a different way. Mm-hmm. But it's all independent creators on live streams. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so weird. Everybody's got their own TV show now. It's yeah. really broken down. <laughs> uh, anyways. The one exception anyways. of me watching commercials is I do I, I have a, a Hulu subscription that's not the good one, so I do uh, have to yeah. watch all those ads over and over. You and need over to get again. on ours, Allison. Oh, you have a we, you have a premium. We have a non-ad one. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I okay, use I didn't Lana's know that. and getting it. Lana doesn't <laughs> I, have ads. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you. Okay. Later. Oh, anyway, so, where were we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a fun tangent. So yeah, I'm fun trying tangent. to wrap this up because we are going a little long. But yeah. basically, we get more marching band solo with choreographed dancing. Everybody says, hey, Miss Carter, a bunch of times. And she gets the crowd to start clapping and saying like, hey. And then they go into singing, get me bodied. Which is, you know, iconic Beyonce and the marching band and the dancers, they're like going off and they're dancing like, uh, you know, simultaneously with Beyonce performing. And um, Solange comes out wearing this like sparkly, tassely white bodysuit with like matching knee high boots. Maybe it's silver with these like matching knee high boots and kind of jumps into dancing along with Get Me Bodied. She never has like a a singing performance, but dances with Beyonce and they like hug yeah, Solange at one is point. like oh. I was just gonna say Solange is really known for uh dancing as well. Yeah, yeah. Just like Beyonce. Yeah. yeah but um I I don't even know that Beyonce was really singing during this part. They were just like dancing a lot and mm-hmm. they hugged and like fell on stage together. But I think they kinda like rolled with it and like made a thing out of it. Was it was really cute. Yeah, yeah. It was cute. And then Solange leaves and then Single Ladies starts up. And, you know, that Single Ladies, iconic dance also. I learned that one. Um, can't deny it. And then after Single Ladies, Beyonce is like, now wait. 
I want y'all to get nice and stanky with me. And <laughs> she, you know, starts singing Hey with the crowd singing it back to her. And they go back into like the single ladies chorus and confetti is falling everywhere. And this really feels like a strong ending of this Coachella performance. And there's like full flashing lights, like streamers, confetti. Um, we get, we go away from the performance and we see Blue Ivy, her uh, first child. And she's singing and we see like Beyonce whispering into her ear. And then Blue Ivy finishes singing. She was like, I want to do it again because it feels so good. And uh, it was just like a really sweet, like mother daughter. I definitely, moment. I cry almost every time I see that. Yeah. Beyonce's same here. Like, You're like me. Yeah. Oh. She wants yeah. to do it again. It's very sweet. <laughs> and then we get like a quick, like montage moment of like every band member. Or, or like every performer in the show or like you know all of the like performance crew essentially and just voiceover of Beyonce saying like you know I'm so lucky I was able to take these ideas and turn it into something and show these people that they can dream big and that they can do it and we get like a montage of like the bus and them riding in the bus and more behind the scenes with like a Maya Angelou voiceover and she, we go back to the performance, and this part to me feels like a, like an encore performance, because um, it's not quite as like of a, a dramatic, like extreme finale, but it is like a kind of like a moment that just like kind of fills your cup a bit because this is a really important Beyonce song as well, and it was just like you know a really really good ending she ended with love on top and it started really slow like without added music and they went in the like the band goes into playing along and the crowd starts singing and then we've got the two screens on the sides of the of the stages like showing like live beyonce singing and performing and then this like, feature is one of my uh, favorite moments of the of the film is she has like a towel I think is at this part. Yeah, and, and she's, she's like, like patting her face with, with it. it, and just yeah. throws it into the audience. And how excited the guy who catches it is! Oh my god, yeah. like he just made his whole life when he catches yeah. it. He like falls down yeah. and gets back up real yeah. quick, and everyone around very, him is very beautiful. It was a really fun moment, and um, Beyonce thanks Coachella and thanks like the entire crew, like by section and the band is playing along and then the credits roll and that's the end of it and that's yeah. homecoming yay all right it that was an incredible movie y'all yeah it really was it truly was very unique all right um, let's, let's get those reviews in yeah Michael. let's get down to the review part of the show uh, and if you're just tuning in, we like to give the rating of one to 10 VHS tapes. Uh, I'll go first since it was my first time watching the film. Um, you know, I, di I didn't really know how much I would enjoy it just because um, I think it really depends on fanship to a certain degree. 
but I have to say it worked really, really super well as a film. Um, it gave me an appreciation that I didn't have for Beyonce. Um, it was inspiring. It made me emotional. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I was, I was taken by surprise. I do think it was a little long, but again, I think that that's something that may come down to, to fanship. I I don't know that I would like that length with somebody that I like, uh, as a, as a favorite artist. I feel like, uh, I'm going to take the daily route this time and say, um, you know, the, the length could have held around maybe 145 and that would have been okay. I just feel like there was a little bloat to it. Um, maybe just in, I mean, it, it, it's hard to say because all the, all the parts that are away from the performance seem so essential and they're so informative. Um, and I wouldn't want to, want to really take anything away from that at all. Um, so I can't, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to say. The I don't length. mean to, I don't, I don't want to like uh, cut you off or anything, yeah. but I do want to say one thing in relation to this. I think, because I agree, it's, it is a long movie, mm-hmm. but it's because you're watching a headlining Coachella performance. No, for you know sure. What I mean? For sure. Yeah. And that's like, it's kind of just like, that's how long the set was. You know what I mean? Right. You're, you're watching those that things. And, yeah. and these contextual uh, pieces that inform it, you know? So yeah, it's hard to take any. I don't like. I I agree. I don't know what I would. Take yeah, away. I couldn't take anything yeah. away because I feel like it would rob the film. I just did feel like, and maybe you know, like I I could definitely see myself watching this again and and um and being more engaged and more engrossed in it because you know I've I've come to like I th- I think that I'm a fan now, which is wasn't yeah. necessarily the case before. So if you know the songs, there's this sing along aspect yeah, that kind of like yeah. drives you through right. the movie too. For sure. Right. And like a lot of her music is also like music I would absolutely party to. So it kind of brings me back Definitely. to getting that, you know, bit of endorphins. That hype on, and, yeah. Right. When you're like dancing at a party. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. I also watched this movie in two parts and there's several times I've like started this movie or seen parts of it. It's like if you've seen it all the way through, I don't know that you necessarily have to watch it all the way through again. Um, yeah. If you're just trying to casually enjoy it, I think that's something you can do also with this film. Um, yeah, that's a good so point. I, don't know. I, I could imagine like going back and finding the parts that I really, really loved and and re-approaching them. Mm-hmm. This movie is a good movie to have on it like a gathering too. Yeah. Just to like have on in the background because you get great music from it and great visuals that are just kind of there, you know, mm-hmm. to have yeah. on it like a party or something. Um, all that being said, I, I'm going to give it a 9.5 VHS tapes out of 10 because I can't really, there's nothing wrong with it uh, at all, really. I think it's exactly what it should be. Um, and the 0.5 is basically for... My own taste, I think it could have used a bit more variety or be slightly shorter, but that's, I mean, you know, it's a hard I thing to, critici- to criticize. You have a very valid perspective, though, because if you're not a Beyonce fan, it is a different experience. Yeah, you know what I mean, if you're not familiar sure. with this music, it is a little, it's different mm-hmm. for sure. Right. I would say that, you know, obviously I'm familiar with about 60% of it. 
Sure, uh, sure, sure. So there's definitely that aspect of it. And, you know, Beyonce is definitely like a, a cultural icon. So it's not like I'm going in completely blind, but at the same time, there's like, you know, that other 40% being fanship does make a difference. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I do look forward to seeing it again, but I think like it's a wonderful amazing inspiring film i want to dance more just like for myself but yeah uh yeah i loved it it was beautiful 9.5 vhs tapes awesome awesome nice um i guess i'll go next i am in right off the bat i'm gonna give it a 10 out of 10 i mean i'm a big fan of beyonce if this was just strictly the musical performance, I mean, I would have enjoyed it. I don't know that I would have enjoyed it as much because I wanted all of that context and I wanted to know, you know, why things were the way they were. I love documentaries for that reason. I don't mind the length. Um, maybe I it didn't bother me also because I watched like an hour of it and then came back and watched the second hour of it. And, you know, just jumped right back in. And um, I really enjoyed, like, singing along with it. Um, I enjoyed dancing along to parts of it. <laughs> um, I really just, like, love, uh, you know, a lot of little touches they put on it, like, with, like, the film grain and with, um, you know, the kind of, like, kaleidoscopic like filters on some of it visually it was very entertaining um it was really important i think to uh highlight all of these people that like made it possible and to you know go into their lives a bit more um i am really glad she chose like you know historically black colleges like particularly in like the southeast of america um, and they just all have so much personality and so much drive and they love what they do and they're like you know everyone's so happy to be there and you know they really came together as a unit and made a spectacular performance like better than any Super Bowl performance in my opinion and um, For sure. just made it very iconic in in all ways and I'm glad I can watch it like you know, whenever, um, great film. I love everything about it. Awesome. So that leaves me to go last. And I will also start off by saying I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. Um, everything Abby said, plus uh, I am just very happy that this feat of human kind, this amazing collaboration of so many people was documented you know what i mean i'm so thankful that this movie exists in its entirety so we can see the whole thing you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's just like the best part of you know if you're really into an artist the first time you you find like a big documentary that they've done or been in or it's like so like you just want to eat it up you know what i mean because it's like it's a lot of that stuff is so few and far between with, with artists, with like musicians, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that Beyonce took the time to do this and make it into a movie. Uh, could have definitely 
didn't have to do that. It could have just been the performances, but the fact that it went this went this far with it is so impressive to me. And um, yeah, ten out of ten. I listened to these songs, like the soundtrack, you know, throughout the entire year. Occasionally, you know, uh, I feel like since this movie came out, I've been Beyonce has been on a rotation in my life of of listening to Beyonce mm. a lot more. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, as someone and who works with y'all filming live performances occasionally, I truly aspire to, to do something this great in terms of a, of a live performance one day. Absolutely. Like, it is, it is the top level of filming as well for like a live performance. All right. I I'll agree. take 20%. If we could do something 20% as good as that, I'd be yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. 20% is good. <laughs> yeah. That'd make our lives. Yeah. So all of our um, numbers averaged out. If I round it, it's 9.8. 9.8. All right. Wow. Uh, very high praise from the Go Team video crew. Yeah. A- AKA the AMPM video crew. And uh, how do y'all, f- as a person who so- hasn't seen it and, and doesn't, hasn't listened to a lot of Beyonce, I'd encourage you to go check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, it was beautiful. It was uh, moving and and really, uh, it was wonderful. Go go watch it. Yeah, and go go listen to other Beyonce music too. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, um, they Ed Burke and Beyonce made another movie in 2013 that's on HBO. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a. I'm guessing it's another performance movie. What's it called? Um, it i'll oh god i'll be there i'll be okay hang, I'm, uh, that's not yeah. the name of it hang on huh. uh, life is but a dream okay life is but a dream it's a autobiography autobiographical television film okay uh the film uses a combination of professional camera f- footage private videos from beyonce uh from Beyonce's laptop and from her May t- uh, 2012 four-night review at the Revel Atlantic City. Cool. Seems like it might yeah. be like a little bit looser uh, yeah, style more, of, of this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more about Beyonce and less about the this specific perform like the sp- specific performance. And I love me some Beyonce, but I I do think. You know, part of the reason I love this film so much is because it wasn't all Beyonce, you know, like for sure. Like it, yeah. it was her that, you know, did all the work of directing it and coordinating it and, you know, ultimately like casting it. And, um, you know, a lot of the creative direction and, you know, obviously a lot of Beyonce went into it, but, it, you know, it ultimately wasn't all Beyonce. You know. Yeah, the effort to populate it um, and celebrate African American artists and performers mm-hmm. is incredible. Absolutely. Yes. And to make that like basically the point of it and the forefront of it um, is inc- is great. I mean, that's like that that is truly transcendent that this artist can use their platform to go beyond themselves. And make mm-hmm. it more than yes. about 
their performance and about their existence as an icon. It's beautiful. Well, Michael, I think we've gone a little too long for a what's up segment today. Yeah. I mean, so, all I was going to say is, uh, you know, just you can still get regular sick out there. So just be careful. <laughs> yeah. yourself. Other sicknesses are still out yeah, there. Not you, just COVID's <laughs> not the only one. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, from all the things that I've heard, like my roommates both had COVID recently and I was for sure that I had it when I got sick. And um, from their experience and from a lot of other people's experience, like I wish I had just gotten COVID at this yeah. point because it sounds like it would have been milder than, than the shit I've been going through. But Yeah, as like a, uh, right. a vaccinated, boosted person, it is supposed to be a little more mild. So I, right. I yeah. totally feel that. I feel like like Lana has it right now. and They're just like chilling, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I felt like uh, the plague death yeah uh, oh no but so i am i'm i'm truly today was a, like really turned the corner i'm feeling much better um good i have more energy and um i'm not in like a lot of pain so nice uh i'm, I'm feeling better and just encouraging people to uh treat yourself nice and and protect yourself because you know we can get covid centric in the world, but there's still a lot to, to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So be healthy. Good, be good reminder, Michael. Good reminder. And I'm, I'm happy to have you here tonight. I'm glad you were able to make it and I'm glad. Yeah. I just episode. realized you're going to have some coughs to take out of the, the edit on, on the audacity. Uh, recording. <laughs> well, they're going to be in there. I'm not taking them out. Okay. Well, let's hope they're not fine. too bad. Uh, Cause I <laughs> muted them for the Twitch. Uh, but as you know, you only get the like, like it's hard to, isn't it kind of impossible to mute them on the other side? Yeah, right, right, right. right. But so, yeah, uh, those listening at home, uh, you know, that's what that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Maybe we'll Sorry. sample them and make a song out of it. Yeah, we'll take the yeah. farts from the last episode and the coughs from this one and see what mm-hmm. we can do. We'll t- send them to Mike Gubbins and say, <laughs> Make a new intro outro. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, and we had a little bit of a what's up segment with the with like the TV talk. Sure. The, you know, yeah, on yeah. demand stuff. Yeah. Uh, we definitely fit the in last, there. The last thing I want to do is I would like to shout out a local uh, black owned business. Um, Radical idea. Rabbit. Uh, fantastic yes. food. Probably the best vegan food in Nashville. Yeah, uh, definitely in the top three, I would say. Uh, go check them out. They're at the farmers market uh, over on in on the west side, and then also at the they're at, like every farmers market. Yeah, the I was gonna say. Yeah, I feel like there's like two or three every week. There's like for sure one in Richland Park. There's the East Nashville mm-hmm. Farmers Market that they go to also, and I think there's like a Twelfth South Farmers Market that they go to. Yes. Yes. Um, and, then, and then on top of that, oh yeah, you go ahead, go ahead. I know. I think we were about to say the same thing. Yep. They they sell through other vendors like Citizen Market and Hunter Station, and um, I don't know what else. I guess that they're on uh, they're on like a delivery. They're on a delivery service. Um, hot is it Hot Poppy? Hot Poppy Go. I think Hot Poppy Go is yeah. their like Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah. Radical Rabbit on Instagram as well as the is the tag for. Uh, for them and go support them. They're amazing. 
Absolutely. And then um, next episode, uh, the Dive Motel. Oh. I also want to shout out the Dive Motel, another black-owned business. That's in a very Nashville. cool spot. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. We shot um, Aaron Cartier's uh, one of his videos there, the one that's in um, Portuguese, right? That song's in all Portuguese. Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, yeah. So yeah, go 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 check cool those video. That's out. a cool spot. We got a yeah. pool. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. all the rooms are themed. Yeah, a lot of it's people just scary. go there for the pool, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. the bar. Yeah. And there's like a bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you can get like during the warmer months, you can get like a membership to go there to use the pool. Okay, that's cool. Use the pool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, tune in uh, next week for Guardians of the Galaxy. Woo-hoo. We've been waiting on that one for a little while. We're gonna have Zach on. Uh, Zach Caffrey, Chop Chop nice. Chang. He's he's my uh, my housemate. And that'll be a fun one to do. I like that movie a lot. Uh, dipping back into the blockbustery Marvel world. Mm-hmm. Michael, y'all gonna do same cam or separate cam? I don't know yet. I I know that we can set him up with his own individual stuff. So yeah. it, just. He may prefer to do it that way. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, otherwise he's going to be in this bed with me. So <laughs> y'all should like, do set up in the in the basement. Oh, that's right. Never mind. You got to have your computer. Sorry. Well, it'd just be funny if we're just both lying in bed. In bed, yeah, that would be really cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'd be it. <laughs> you if Travis was there too, and y'all just like three like, people in a bed. No, like laid like foot to head to toe, and it'd be like the Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh my like god. The, the aunts and uncles and bit. I think about that too often. Like more often. Than person yeah, show. it's like become a very popular like meme as well. Really? <laughs> like I just feel like I, I see people referencing the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory like beds in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Like, like I, I've seen the people and the bed and yeah. Yeah, I've seen people reference that like like more times than I can count on my fingers definitely that's hilarious Mm -hmm. that always stuck out to me as a kid just like they're just all (laughs) laying in bed then he gets up and he's fine it's like (laughs) yeah they're just trying to conserve energy or something it's like yeah I think they just they're super poor yeah right so it's like they can just eat a one bean a day and like still (laughs) just conserve energy and not need any more calories I really wish that movie wasn't a musical uh, I like it. I really I like. like it. I like all the yeah. parts of that movie that are not a musical. I'm not typically. I don't really go in for musicals that often, but that's one that kind of got past me. And I, I like. I, I just like. I, all, I like the skip, weird tunnel part, and I like the tunnel part. I have to skip the song that the mom sings while she's doing laundry. Mm. Yeah, it's like real early in the movie. Yeah. I skip. I have to skip that. I have definitely time. skipped that before too. I'm like, this is like sad and like, boring. Just, like <laughs> let's just get to the factory let's just get to the chocolate yeah i haven't seen it in a while i might just need to like rip a bowl and put it on one day. oh yeah yeah i haven't seen it in a long time either uh all right michael take us home yeah everybody go check out uh, mike gubbins at gubbs music uh shout out to him for providing us with some amazing music that intros and outros our show and a thank you to uh jorge sierra shot from the pit or at shot from the pit um for some stellar photography uh i don't know how many more of those we got but you can see them we're all getting real close yeah you can we're see all of them close. on uh, our instagram at go team video and uh probably a few of them at 
uh, ampm.video. One one a week. Yeah. yeah. We'll taste. Little taste. Um, we got a couple of things in the works right now. So just keep a keep keep a lookout. We'll post some stuff, some updates. Uh, we're excited yeah. and I we're, hope you will be too. We're shooting we're shooting a bunch of stuff. We've edited a bunch of stuff. Yep. Uh, see a lot. You're, you'll see a lot more content from this this year. That's that's not Go Team video related. And also, you're going to continue to see a bunch of Go Team video stuff. Yep. So go over and follow our YouTube page, please. Uh, it's not a it's not a tight tidy URL, uh, but you can find a link to it in our Instagram at ampn.video. Whoop. All right. Uh, Folks, tune in next week. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks, everybody. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.